Hey there, welcome to the 102 podcast. My name is Nathan and I'm a regional mobilizer with Greater Europe Mission. And today we're going to talk about the 102 project, who it's for, how you can get involved, what exactly it is, and who Gem is, who Greater Europe Mission is, who we are as an organization, what our heartbeat is behind the 102 project, and how together we can reach Europe and change the world. And so the 102 project is associated with a missionary organization called Greater Europe Mission, also known as GEM, G-E-M. And our mission at GEM is reaching Europe by multiplying disciples and growing Christ church. So we believe that the gospel moves at the speed of relationships. And when we think about the Great Commission in Matthew 28, a passage that is very often associated with missions, it says, go into all the nations, baptizing people in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And we forget many times the next part of that verse, and it's such a wonderful part. It says, teaching them all that I have commanded you, and I will be with you to the end of the age. And so what is disciple making? Disciple making is teaching them all that Jesus has commanded us. And so we want to see disciples who make disciples who make disciples. And that's how Christ church is going to grow. We want to care about the people. We want to go into their community, learn their wants, their desires, their needs, as we share the gospel and as we're examples of Christ to them so that hopefully they can take that gospel and that good news somewhere else. So going on to our vision, what's our vision for Jim? Um, Our vision is God expanding his kingdom through all peoples of Europe to the world. And so what do we mean by that? We mean that we want people from Europe to be sent to other countries. We want to pull people in from the streets to be evangelists to their own city, not just Americans coming over and being the savior to Europeans, but we want to see Europeans. We want to see European cities on fire for Jesus. And we want to see Europe as a beacon of hope and a beacon of light, you know, for the entire world. And so that's our vision. That's what we mean by God expanding his kingdom through all peoples of Europe to the world. And so you're probably asking, why Europe? Why do we do missions in Europe? You know, when we think of mission, we, we often think of the 1040 window. When we think of mostly people who practice Islam or the Chinese or Africa, but Europe has a great need and I wasn't aware of this need. But then I learned that Europe is post-Christian. And I'll never forget the night that I met the gentleman who introduced me to missions in Europe. And he told me about the need for worship leaders. He told me that less than half a percent of people believe in Jesus in Greece. He told me that it's less than 5% in England. I recently learned uh, when I was completing training, a missionary who had been on the field for close to 40 years in France said that he saw about a half a percent increase in Christians. And there are missionaries who have never met a Christian on the streets in the streets of France. And it's 1.25%, 1% in Spain and 1% in Germany. And so that's why we go because Europe knows religion, but they do not know relationship. And they have a massive influence to other cultures. And so how can we make a difference? First of all, we take prayer very seriously. And so we ask you to pray. And as an organization, we pray every day at 10.02, coming from the the 10.2 project, you know, Luke 10.2. And we pray for God's will to be done in Europe as it is in heaven. And we pray for laborers to be sent into the harvest. 
And so I want to challenge you to join us in that prayer. Pray in Europe as it is in heaven. Jesus, when he was teaching the Sermon on the Mount and he was teaching his disciples how to pray, he said, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. He meant anywhere on earth as it is in heaven. So whatever city that you're in, I pray that you would say in this city as it is in heaven. You know, I served in Sunderland, England last summer with the 10-2 Project. I would pray, God, your kingdom come, your will be done in Sunderland as it is in heaven, in Dallas as it is in heaven, in Nashville as it is in heaven, in Frankfurt, Germany as it is in heaven. And so we pray, and so we ask you to join us in prayer because God does listen. And the next thing you can do to help is give. You know, we have over 400 missionaries planted on the mission field right now in Europe. And when we read the New Testament, we see that Paul, uh, one of the most famous Christians, was supported by churches and was supported by individuals, and it's very biblical to give. You could give your time, but you can also give your money. And the next thing that we ask is that you go. You can join us for a week. You can join us for a short-term service trip. You could join us for the 10-2 project, or you could come join us for the rest of your life. I'll let you pray about that because that's a pretty big decision. Um, but, you know, I made that decision and it's the best decision I've ever made in my life. But definitely fast and pray uh, before you make that decision. So one of the ways that you can go is the 10-2 project. So when we say 10-2, what do we mean? It comes from the verse Luke 10-2, and these are the words of Jesus. And he said to them, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. So when Jesus says pray earnestly, that's why we pray every day at 10-02. This is also where we get the name, by the way, 10-2, Luke 10-2, 10-2 project. And so my challenge to you is to come join us. And when we pray, we pray for people like you who are inquiring about what the 102 Project is to come join us. And so that's why we pray every day. That's where we get the name 102 Project because we believe that the harvest is ripe and we just need laborers to come join God in his harvest. And now the moment you've all been waiting for, what exactly is the 102 Project? And so the 102 Project is a summer-long missions journey where we go to up to 20 different cities and you serve with a missionary that's planted or somebody who partners with Jim and you serve. And depending on where you are, you could be doing different things like your ministries could look different. But we start off with a week of training and this is where you meet your team and you know, you'll be chatting with your team and growing with your team virtually before you get there. But this is where you'll meet your team face-to-face -face and the other participants. And we'll go through things like culture shock. We'll talk about what you're going to experience when you're on the field. You're going to grow spiritually with your team. It's a time where we worship together. We eat good food. We go on hikes. We, we, we play games. We we compete against each other, and we grow as a huge family. We have dance parties. It's amazing. And the first year it was at the French Alps. Uh, potentially, it could be somewhere in Switzerland in the future. And so that's what the week of training is about. And when we finish and complete that week of training, uh, wherever it may be, 
uh, you're going to go into eight weeks of service. And this is where you walk alongside that missionary or that person who partners with Jim. And I was in Sunderland, England, just for an example. I partnered with a local church plant there called Sunderland Community Church. I served as a worship leader. I did manual labor in their garden, but also I worked with the Youth for Christ organization where my team and I, we met almost every day and we went into the schools and taught about Jesus because all major religions were taught. And the person that we walked alongside had been planted for 17 years and was able to you know, get have an in with the teachers. So we were able to literally walk in, talk about Jesus, talk about the gospel, and then come back the next day and do it all over again. And, you know, you eat lunch with students and you play soccer with kids after school. And we did sports camps called Camp of Champions. And my people down in Teesside know exactly what I'm talking about. But anyways, there are so many different missions uh, opportunities for you, and it just depends on where you're located. So, in Greece, there we work with a refugee house, and you know, in England, it's we have a coffee shop ministry. In Birmingham, England, we have a sports camp. In Spain, uh, you could teach English. Uh, you can, you know, work with a special needs orphanage. In Romania, there were people who did street evangelism on the streets of Frankfurt who also led worship. So there's so many different opportunities for you to get involved with the Tentu Project. And so those are kind of what your eight weeks of service look like, depending on where you're planted. Everybody's experience is different, but I promise you that you will grow more in that summer than you have in your entire life. It's going to teach you so much. It's amazing. And so after we serve, we come back together for what's called a Moments to Movements Tour. And so the first year we did the Protestant Reformation in Wittenberg, Germany, and we talked about Luther and his process on reforming, you know, you know, people who had strayed away from the true gospel. And we just walked where he walked and we saw where he nailed his 95 theses. And the idea behind that was that whole movement was a moment that turned into a movement. And so we believe that the Tentu Project is a moment that turns into a movement. And every great movement uh, usually starts with young people, you know, 18 to 25 years old, who that's that's kind of the age group that we're going towards, that we're geared towards with the Ten Two Project. You know, people who have just graduated high school, who are in college, or young adults. Uh, but we also had somebody who was 28, 29 years old our first summer. So we're open to many ages, uh, but 30 years old is kind of the cap. This is kind of geared towards younger people, but. There are some rumors about older people getting involved in the future. I'm not going to go into that right now. Uh, but after our Moments to Movements tour, we go to Greater Europe Missions Annual Conference. And so that's where the 400 missionaries, they come together and basically debrief their year. And we also worship together. We eat good food. We talk about reverse culture shock. We break down our summer and people who weren't a part of our team. So we get to hear the experiences of everybody else with the Tentu Project. But also we get to talk with the other missionaries who some have been planted for, you know, 30 plus, 40 plus years on the mission field. Some are brand new, some are missions veterans. And so we all come together with the same mindset and the same heartbeat, 
you know, at Greater Europe Mission, and we just grow together. We talk about the good things, we talk about the bad things, and then we're sent off. And that's when you'll be sent off. You get to say goodbye, and you go back to your life here in America or wherever you, you know, were based from, wherever you're serving from. And so that is the 102 project in its essence, in its in its meat and bones. And if you have any questions, you can go to 102project.org and please set an alarm on your phone, pray with us every day at 1002 and pray about joining us for a summer. And if you don't want to commit to a summer, we have short-term trips that you can get be a part of. And you could find us at uh, gemission.org for Greater Europe Mission. You could find a whole list of missions opportunities there. And you can also find us on social media. We're on Instagram at 102project, Twitter at gemission, and Facebook at facebook.com slash gemission. And before I go, I would love to pray for you wherever you are. And we're going to pray for laborers to be sent into the harvest. And I just want to talk to our Father before we go. So pray with me. Holy Spirit, thank you that you listen. God, thank you that we have this opportunity to join you on your mission. And so, Father God, right now, I ask and I pray earnestly that you send laborers into your harvest. And God, this person listening, wherever they are, wherever they may be, I pray that you begin to instill in their heart your heartbeat for the nations. And God, open their eyes to the need of Europe and open their eyes to the need of mission and joining you wherever it may be, God, whether it's their next door neighbor or across the world. So God, we thank you that you never leave us or forsake us, that you're always with us wherever we are. And God, I pray that you remind this person listening that you are with them always to the end of the age. We love you, Jesus. We thank you that you are alive today. And we give you praise and glory. And we do this all because you died for us and rose again. And with that, we can have life and have life abundantly. And not only life abundantly, but eternal life. We love you, Jesus. And we do this for you. In your name we pray. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.